Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. One of the biggest losers out of the entire trade deadline this year might end up being Kevin Durant. It is Chris Carlin and Harold Anthony Aloysius Douglas IV. Hey. What up? What's up, baby? We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We have found out so much more that is just new about each other this morning that's just alarming that we will get to in just a little while, but it is NBA trade deadline day. We are in for Greeny today. By all means, make sure you join us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-SAY-ESPN. Let's get to some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And the deadline is coming this afternoon at 3 p.m. And the biggest name, of course, is James Harden, who... Uh, just slightly over a year out of forcing his way out of Houston, is now apparently trying to do the same out of what has happened in Brooklyn. Let's listen to Brian Windhorst from this show yesterday on how much Harden wants out. He is screaming in every way he possibly can, I don't want to be here, get me out of here, just like he did in Houston. And so what the real issue is here for the the net is not the consequences of making this deal. It's the consequences of not making this deal. If they don't do this trade, what is James Harden going to do the rest of the season? And then of course, what is he going to do when he becomes a free agent in the summer? That's what has spurred this into, into being James Harden's basic feeling that I don't want to be here anymore. Woj reporting this morning that Harden wants to get traded but doesn't want to ask for it again because of how it looks optically trying to get out of a second team in virtually a second consecutive year. And I can understand him being concerned about how that looks because it looks bad, Harry. It looks awful. But if you're James Harden at this point, um, I really do wonder – what your motivations are when you've joined Kevin Durant, you've joined Kyrie Irving in New York, and now you want to go somewhere else and get to Philadelphia to play with Joel Embiid because you've already given up on this situation. Well, I'll tell you, when you look at the entire situation, though, Chris, like the circumstances have changed since he was acquired by the Brooklyn Nets, right? He's thinking these three guys are going to be able to perform, be out there on the court together, compete night in and night out, not just on away games, not just home games with Kevin Durant, but all three of them together consistently throughout the season. That has not been the case. Then Kevin Durant gets hurt. Now when you're playing at home, you have James Harden trying to lead the troops on his own, and because of the the the, the big three, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden demand so much uh, cash flow. Um, you can't have the surrounding players, so – your, your 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 other guys that are with you are not going to be of caliber that you need them to be to help lead the troops and guide victories, right? So 
we see James Harden being frustrated. Then we got the hamstring. Then we got the hand. And I'll tell you this right now. I can see if they do not trade James Harden, if they do not grant his wishes, I can see that hamstring lingering a lot more and more and longer and longer because it is the perfect setup. And I'm not saying this, this is the right thing to do, but it's the perfect setup for James Harden to say, hey, you know what? My hamstring is sore again. I can't go out there and perform today. And they, they have to honor it because he had the hamstring issues last year. Yeah. He, he talked about them lingering this year. So you, you don't know if he's telling the truth or not, but you have to respect it and honor it because of the past history. And frankly, it is exactly what happened last year. And I would think that if, if that's going to continue to happen, based on what we saw on the West Coast last week and a lack of effort in the last time he played, I mean, how do you not look at it and think that the guy quit on the situation? It, it's impossible to not look at it that way, but it's been, an, been a bit of an excuse there. And then, But think about for a second that you're Kevin Durant. And you left Golden State, you have to really be questioning your instincts on trying to go win. Now, I know he got into it with Stephen A. last week about his legacy, but Stephen A. is 100% right when you want to talk about legacies because his whole idea is, let me go somewhere else and I'm going to construct it. I'm going to bring in who I want to play with. And Kyrie somehow convinced him. Like, is Kyrie some sort of Svengali? Stop right there, Chris. I'm glad you brought it up. I'm glad you brought it up. It seems like he convinced him. He, Kevin Durant wanted to go to a new team and do it his way, but in order to do it your way, you have to be the lead alpha dog. Now, don't get me wrong. Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is the best basketball player, I think, in the, in, the, in the NBA on that Nets team, but I don't think he is the top alpha on that team. That is Kyrie Irving because we've seen Kyrie's strong personality. Chris, off air before we even started, you brought up the situation with him saying that, hey, Steve Kerr's here, but we don't really need a coach. That's Kyrie's personality. Kyrie said he's not getting the vaccination, so he's not able to play at home games. Kyrie being strong-headed. We've seen Kyrie um, in Cleveland. We've seen Kyrie in Boston. We've seen Kyrie all these places and that personality play a factor in all those places that he have been. So now when it's going on in Brooklyn, it is a surprise. Hell no, it's not a surprise to me. Everywhere he's been, I remember him and Kobe having that conversation about the one-on-one and that whole nine. And yes, you're supposed to have confidence in everything that you do, but come on, Kyrie, you ain't beating no damn Kobe one-on-one. I'm here to tell you that right now. But just the idea that you could be led by Kyrie in that way and then – there, there's the hardened aspect of it, too, and that Durant wanted to get that third guy in here. Yep. And Harden has been mercurial in his career with the way he's handled things. Let's hear from Harden right now. Treat me right now. <laughs> <laughs> get him out of there. Well, and, and I'll tell you this, Chris. I am a fan of this. If a player doesn't want to be somewhere, I'm not going to force him and make him be there. I'm just going to make the trade and do what I have to do because, like you said, if if Brooklyn gave up so much to get James Harden, after this season, if they don't trade him, he's going to go because he's going to leave in free agency. Now you wasted all the stuff that you gave up for nothing. If you're going to do anything, do it now, and at least you can get something back for him versus getting nothing back for him. But think about this for a second. This is what we're talking about for Durant, okay? Harden, at least you could get – something for him and that something is Mm -hmm. somebody that is an elite level defender is a tremendous tremendous distributor of the basketball 
yep. and is somebody that rebounds exceptionally well, but when the game is on the line, has no interest in having the ball in his hands. None 100%. whatsoever. You can argue that maybe that will fit with what the Nets want to do. I don't buy it necessarily because at some point I have to have somebody that I can trust from a, a mentality standpoint to be able to carry the day. And Durant, while he may not want to be that alpha dog that you're talking about, he has to be that guy, and he has to be um, the guy who is the mental leader of the team. I think in that case, he's the strongest candidate for it, but I don't like what else he has to work with in that case. Well, I, he's that I guy don't. on the court. Durant is that guy on the court. Yeah. When I said he's not, I meant off the court. Off the court, he's not. And you're right. When you're bringing on a Ben Simmons, you're gonna have to need. You're gonna need a leader, a guy to to be able to um, instill that confidence in Ben Simmons. Right? Kyrie's not gonna be there, especially if it's away games. And 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 Kevin Durant's not even playing right now. So I don't. I, I don't know. I, I just think. I just think when it comes to Ben Simmons, for his, for his mental. Being with a Kyrie, being with a Durant, guys who can uh, elite scores with the basketball in their hands, he doesn't have to own um, that ownership. He doesn't have to yeah, be that guy. He can just give it, dish it, and give it to him. Uh, that's fine, but the ball tends to find you in those kind of situations. <laughs> it does. You know, it just does. dunk the damn ball. Well, you know, I'm here. I was at the game in Atlanta. No, Ben Simmons, don't dunk it. Don't pass it. <laughs> don't pa don't shoot it. Pass it. Uh, Durant, to me, is going to end up the biggest loser in this whole thing, and I'm not going to be shocked if within a year Durant is trying to force his way out of Brooklyn. This has been Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We are just getting started. We approach Super Bowl 56. That is just days away at 3 o'clock this afternoon Eastern time. It is the NBA trade deadline. We delve into that more in just moments, including a major star out West, and whether or not a season is salvageable for one of the very best that's ever done it. It is next. It is Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Greeny, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And of course, the other guy that may get moved is Russell Westbrook. Or will he? Here's Woj on whether or not the Lakers could actually deal away Westbrook. Would it be easy to do? It's going to be very difficult to trade Russell Westbrook. And Rob Palenka, their general manager in L.A., knows that. And with $47 million due him next season there's just not a marketplace to do that and at what point do you stop just completely mortgaging your future for deals that probably don't result in all of a sudden you having a championship contender here's the thing okay mm. next year that russell westbrook 47 million dollars is going to be awfully attractive around the deadline because you've got the expiring contract with massive salary cap implications but if you are trading away Westbrook right now, you are getting a couple of bad contracts in return. And are they people that can help you win, potentially? I think it's going to be very difficult to say that it would be. Chris, <laughs> first and foremost, they messed up, right? DeMar DeRozan wanted to come to L.A. DeMar DeRozan wanted to come to L.A. Where's the DeMar DeRozan right now? Chicago. In Chicago. Doing what? Balling. Everything. <laughs> Balling. But instead, they wanted Russell Westbrook. And I got to get on Russ for a second. $47 million, y'all said, next year? $47 million? Yes. Lord have mercy. Now, let me get on Russ for a second. In the last four games that Russ has played, Russ is 3 for 11 against the Bucks, 1 for 10 versus the Knicks, 7 for 18 versus the Clippers, 3 for 12 versus the Blazers. That's 14 for 51. That is 27% shooting from the field. Now, I Do never you know played how... the game professionally, but that doesn't strike me as a good percentage. <laughs> Don't worry, Chris. I got you. My brother was dead. I followed it very closely. Don't you worry. <laughs> 27%. Do you know how much Russell Westbrook is making this year? 46. <laughs> uh, listen, and, and it's not just those games. He, he has games this year. I'm going to read out the percentages that he has shot in different games this year. 10%, 27%, 29%, 28%, 7%, 20%, 16%, 14%, 25%. <laughs> you damn right, Chris. I'm not putting you in at the end of the game. I don't care what you have accomplished up to this point. You want to know what I was always taught, Chris? You're only as good as your last game. What have you done for me lately? Well, he's been atrocious. I don't, I don't care about you. I, I've earned the right to do this. I've earned the right. No, no, not this year you haven't. Well, he's, so, been, he's been awful, and the yeah. mix has been awful, and LeBron is the one that put this all together, and, and LeBron Thanks. is to blame. And here's the thing. I don't understand how that was something that he did not see would be a problem when we all saw that Everybody it would be it. a problem. So listen to LeBron after losing to the Bucks, and what it tells him about where the Lakers are. Yeah, it tells us we ain't, we ain't 
on their level. I mean, I probably I'd have told you that before the game started. Do you think you can reach that level? Where they are right now? Um, I don't know. Um, do I think we can reach the level where Milwaukee is right now? Um, no. That what you that what you want to hear from me? No. Yeah, that's exactly what they wanted to hear because you were the GM that orchestrated this entire thing. And here we are with Russell Westbrook, who we understood all along does not shoot well and is a problem when he doesn't have the ball in his hands, Harry. No, I, I agree. And it's the same uh, Russell Westbrook that was in Oklahoma City, right, when – they had that lead over the Warriors, and then for some reason, Westbrook didn't understand that Kevin Durant was the guy on the on the bat on the basketball court who should have had the ball in his hands, and he tried to take things matters into his own hands, and they lost that series. That was their perfect chance to get to the NBA Finals again, and those got squandered by the play of Russell Westbrook late. And I remember Charles Barkley getting on him about it, and a lot of people didn't take too 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 kind of Charles Barkley doing that, but it was rightfully so, right? Sometimes we got to call a spade a spade and stop trying to cover it up. And that's one of the things. And and you don't think LeBron and AD feel the same way that Coach Vogel feels? Because at one at any point have they said, you know what, Russ needs to be in the game. Hell no, they haven't stood up for Russ because they know that Russ shouldn't be in the game because he's not going to be the he's not going to be the guy to get it done when they need it. Malik Monk has become the third option on that team, not Russell Westbrook. Let me just pause and, and throw something at you. Let, I'll throw an idea at you, and you think, if, tell me if this is completely absurd on their part. You can toss it aside like it's nothing. I'm good with it, okay? Mm-hmm. You, the, to me, when you have a mistake like this, the quicker that you are willing to admit it was a mistake and move on, the better. And obviously, it's a very difficult mistake to move on from. But let's say that you looked at Westbrook and said, hmm, I could ship him east, and I could take back two contracts for two guys that don't fit where they are right now. Julius Randle and Evan Fournier. Fournier I'll can shoot. Julius Randle is more than capable. He Chris, is just won I'll his welcome it. out quickly. Where do I do it, Chris? I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm telling See, you right to now. To me, I'll take it. For both these teams, even though it's 47 next year, at least he's going to energize them. At least Westbrook on the Knicks would actually be a little bit different and may enhance where they are because right now they appear to be a dead, a dead franchise the way things are. But this is what, if you really want to get bothered by Westbrook and all of this, it's a lack of self-awareness about what he is right now. Listen to Russell Westbrook the other, the other night about his standing and why he needs to be in there late in games when he was benched the other night. I put a lot of work in. I got a lot of respect in this game. I don't, I don't have to hit a benchmark. I shouldn't have to. Um, I earned the right, you know, to be in closing lineups. Numbers will tell you. I don't have to explain that. But like I said, once again, that ain't my decision. That's his decision that he um, and the staff think is best for the game. And unfortunately, just kind of just got to go with it. Harry, there's some things that you earn over the course of time, and Russell Westbrook has earned many things over the course of time. But as far as being in the game late in the game and being in the position to help your team win a game like that, 
you earn that day to day with the way that you play. And, and I'll say this. Number one, I don't think his confidence is there. Um, that's clearly has been shot. But the self-awareness is, isn't there, Chris. The self-awareness and the self-reflecting, self-reflection is just not terrible. He's in denial. He's in denial right now. And there's no way, and obviously he's thinking like this, but there's no way in my mind that I can think like this and know that I've been stinking the place up and I haven't been putting my team in a position to be able to win late in games. Um, I've been hesitant to shoot the basketball and say I've earned the right to be in those late game situations. I, I I don't understand it at all, um, but I know one thing. Right now, his game is deflated. His game is deflated. It's time to say good night to that check engine light. With the free AutoZone Fix Finder service, it'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free so you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. And look. For the Lakers, I don't believe this is salvageable. I threw out a scenario a minute ago that might be able to help them, but I don't believe this is salvageable right now. And that's got to be something for LeBron that is particularly frustrating considering the clock is ticking. I mean, he can put together efforts like he did the other night against the Knicks, but are those the, the triple-double type efforts that you're going to be able to get night in and night out at this juncture in his career? Harry, you can't ask this guy, even though he is who he is, yep. to continue to be at that level each and every night and be the one guy each and every night. You know, Anthony Davis is playing well this year. Don't get me wrong. When he's been back, Anthony Davis has played well. But in so many ways, he's got to be the lead dog for that team. Well, and you look at, they just lost to the Blazers with no C.J. McCollum, who's been traded to the New Orleans Pelicans, and no Damian Lillard. No Norman Powell. Lost. He's gone. I mean, they just, it's a bonus. That's it. You, you just lost to the Blazers. <laughs> you just lost to the Blazers. And right now, currently, they sit in the, uh, sit in the nine spot. And remember last year, right? And this is the first time this stuff started to come about. Uh, usually in the past, and my brother playing with LeBron down in Miami and knowing him very closely, LeBron teams didn't worry about where they were seated because they were going to thrive and get to the championship no matter what. Last year, um, they thought they can just coast through the regular season and get through the playoffs. That was not the case. And then Anthony Davis had his little injuries and whatnot and that whole nine. But they didn't take that regular season seriously, and it backfired on them. Right now, they're sitting in the nine seed. They're going to have to play their way into the playoffs right now. If, if, if everything ended today. Now, granted, you have a, a lot of season left to play. But if everything ended right now, they'll be trying to play their, their way into the playoffs. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good, really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering $45 silver unlimited plan with 5 gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5G on America's largest, most dependable networks. $45 silver unlimited plan from Straight Talk, Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. A month equals 30 days. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability. Coverage and speed may vary. Wide open is Jamar Chase. Forget about it. Oh, that one was fun. It's a Joe Burrow thing. 
when you have what he has. This young and this soon in his career, a lot of people want a piece of that. Super Bowl 56 coming up on Sunday evening, and few are more synonymous with ESPN and the NFL than our guest right now, and it is the great Chris Berman who joins us. He, of course, will be right there, post-game, NFL primetime on ESPN. Chris, we appreciate it. It's Chris Carlin and Harry Douglas. Thanks for the time, and Harry, I don't know if you noticed, Chris is looking a little bit slimmer these days on the air, too. Oh, yeah. I've noticed now. I've noticed. Well, I don't know if I'm going to be wide receiver like Harry, you know, (laughs) I mean, but, but, you know, but he is from Louisville, right? We did have fun with that through the years, and Chris, I feel like I've, um, I've known you from a distance for a long time, and congrats on, on the way you've kept moving up and doing it, and, uh, you're an energetic greenie. And, yeah, I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll say it quickly. You know, I was turning 65 about a year and a half ago. I said, you know, it's got to stop, and we're going to try to lose 35 pounds, and I did. And I've lost a little more this year to make it to 46, and Nutrisystem is obviously the biggest reason. And, it, and it, you know, it, it's nice to fit into those jackets that you had, you know, a while ago and go, hey, that still looks pretty good. Yeah, but you haven't been able to wear it. So, um, but thanks for the for it. They've been very helpful to me, and I know that we all put on weight during the football season, right? So, um, this is New Year's resolution part two for everybody. After the Super Bowl is over, have a feast, eat what you want, do what you think, and then then think about it. And now, now <laughs> on to the game, right, fellas? First of all, I don't need football to be the excuse to put on the weight. I can do it at any time of the year. Life. Life gets in the way, Chris. Exactly. Secondly, um, Boomer, just, you know, this matchup between these two quarterbacks is so fascinating to me. What is the aspect of this game that really catches your attention the most? Well, I, you know, and, and of course, there are two different stories on the quarterbacks, and, and you know them, you guys know them as well as me. Um, Matthew Stafford is one of them, and then there's a couple other on, on the Rams. Um but Stafford never complained in Detroit. Oh, he can't win a playoff. Well, no, no. He's playing for the Lions. And he never complained in there, and he never complained going out. And if you can't root for him and the way he's played, just as a person and as a quarterback, you know, you don't have to root for the Rams. But that's a wonderful story. Joe Burrow, I mean, the Bengals have come on like this this tropical storm that the weather – I don't know that they're tropical in Cincinnati, but that it's some storm that the weather never forecasts. Not that they've, you know, they won the division, but really nobody had them here. And, and Joe Burr, I read this, and I, I assume it's true, that the only two to win um, uh, MVP and, and, of course, national championship as quarterback, and if he is Super Bowl MVP and the Bengals do win, are Joe's. Joe Namath, Joe Montana, hello. And it would be Joe Burrow. Now, that's pretty – so if you're not named Joe, you have no shot, right? That's what he's telling us. <laughs> that's hilarious. Listen, um, boom. I, I tell you what else is fun. In a season when nobody really jumped out, at least for the whole season, right? I mean, we had good records and everything, but but these are both fourth seeds, These, which I'm not knocking them. These are both – they grew up before us, Um you know, the Bengals allowed the Chiefs three points twice in the second half. 
uh, the Chiefs? Really? I mean, so maybe this has a defense that is way up there that we don't talk about like we do the Rams. And then I just want to throw in a fascinating story, and we can get more. The Eric Weddle story, you know, not to say that he was lying on the beach, but two years, you know, not um, playing football. He had a wonderful career, obviously, great career. And now he's back, and I think he led the team in tackles last week against the 49ers. Um, so this might be the elusive Super Bowl for the San Diego Chargers if they win. I don't know. <laughs> and it's funny because a guy like Eric Weddle, I think he was unblockable in that run game. Uh, being on that line of scrimmage, San Francisco didn't have a uh, an answer for him, and he made play after play, especially – um, on that fourth, uh, on that on that third and short stop, or was the fourth and that fourth and short stop that yeah. he made, they yep. got the Rams the football back. But I got to ask you, Boom, when you look at this game and you look at both teams, you look at the Rams, you look at the Bengals, who is going to be the Ong Sung hero for both of those teams? Mm. Unsung, so that's going to eliminate a lot of big names for the Rams, <laughs> um, right? Because they're, they're I mean. Because we anybody we mention is going to be, of course, well, he's great. Um, so unsung. Um, I don't want to go a kicker, so let me let me let me go the Bengals side because that defense is 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 just it must be a lot better than any of us know. You know, although I know that you know Kansas City scored a lot of points in the first half, both of those games regular season. You know, they're both in January. So the the play of well those Hendrickson and, and 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 Sam Hubbard the two ends and the two safeties I know that's not one name those two safeties are good players I think mm-hmm. Bates is a good player I mean I'm just saying maybe he has a big pick um, and he has um, just to mention it, it, it because. They got to be covering Cooper Cup, and if they don't play really well back there, Harry and, and Chris, then they're going to be in some trouble, right? I mean, yeah. so I'm going to that side of the ball for Cincinnati, where we don't really know their defense as a whole like we do the All Stars for the Rams. Um, unsung for the Rams, uh, maybe the tight end. That's what I was thinking. Maybe, maybe, I'm just trying to come up with a name that we're not going to be obvious with. Higby, he's a, he's a good player. And maybe with all the attention on the big name wideouts, maybe Higby becomes a really big factor for, for Matthew Stafford. I don't know. What do you guys think? Give me a couple of names. See, I, I think personally, uh, offensively, uh, for the Rams, the, the the backup tight end, Kendall Blanton. If Higby's not able to be um, himself and play at a level that he's normally right, playing Right, that's at. true too. So I think Kendall Blanton, who showed up tr- uh, very, very big in that game against the 49ers, so I thought he f- filled in very, very well and, and made plays that, that helped him win that football game. So he is the guy that I have as being the unsung hero. I like the Rams to win the game, but I actually think T. Higgins could have a big day uh, because everybody talks about Jalen Ramsey, and it's not they're going to play a lot of zone, but I don't know if you know Chase is going to get the attention. T. Higgins is a dynamite player. Yes. They got a lot of 
you know, they, they've all exploded. It, it, they're two different flavors of ice cream, aren't they, these teams, right? <laughs> oh, the Bengals, yeah. yep. so many number one picks, which they finally got right. Um, and, and did they ever, right? And, um, and, and, and the Rams, <laughs> the next number one pick, I hope we're alive to see it, but um, <laughs> we'll see. And again, it's two completely different flavors of ice cream on how these teams who got to the Super Bowl were built. And, you know, we started talking food. We all love ice cream, right? So at Super Bowl Sunday, you can have a scoop of each. <laughs> right. Boomer, last one before we let you go. Just being on the field post game, uh, ESPN primetime, it, it's always got to give. Uh, NFL primetime, I should say, it, it's always got to be just an incredibly energetic moment for you. Just special, I would imagine. Well, it is because, well, last year we were in the stadium, but of course, obviously everything was different. Um, often I personally, I'm, I'm, I'm close with maybe coaches or a couple of the veteran players um, and they're able to come over and, and, and that adds to, you know, after the 28-3 comeback to New England a few years ago, Coach Belichick came right over. We hadn't even done the highlights yet. We did like 12 minutes, and it was like, well, we don't even need to show anything. He just went through every play off hmm. the top of his head after they came back. So that's fun. But 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 really what it is, Chris, and I, I say this from when Tommy and I, you know, started. Well, we didn't start. You know, we are able to do the show the late 80s and 90s and, and two, you know, it's it's really for all football fans that I would watch it, not because I do it, but and I know we're all going to see the Super Bowl, but okay, lay it out for me on a platter. Now we've seen a lot of things. Refresh my memory on some of the, the different plays, and then let's we have time to get into it. And all those years, you know, you obviously do prime that people go, "What's the greatest game you were ever at?" Well, we're in the studio, Chris, you know, most of the time. So for us, like you guys, Harry played it, but you're like me, huge football fan. We're able to go to it, maybe get a couple of senses of things by being at the game, not by listening to the telecast, not that it's not excellent, but a couple of opinions that are just ours that we might have seen by being able to see 11 on 11. TV, you don't, obviously, right? And then maybe just bring that, to the forefront too, but the, the thrill of being, I think it's my 40th Super Bowl. I mean, in prime times have been for most of them. The, the day it gets old is, 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 I don't, it'll be the day the Rams have a first round pick, <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> so Chris, it, uh, it's a thrill uh, for me. And I hope that comes through the screen for everybody, you guys and, and everybody watching. Uh, def- the game. It definitely is. And we're looking forward to seeing it again. It's prime, NFL prime time on ESPN right after Super Bowl 56. Boomer, thanks again. Nice talking football with you, fellas. Happy Super Bowl. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We're not going to Kokomo, but this is bizarre. Chris Carlin, Harry Douglas, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance, small business protection for more than vehicles with insurance expertise to keep your company moving forward. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. So this morning, um, I was just looking up to see what years to confirm in my own mind that Harry was in Atlanta versus in Tennessee in his career. And I look up, and the first thing that pops up on the top of his page is his birthday. And it's September 16th, 1984. Harry and I share the exact same birthday, not the same year. He's six years older than I am. Yeah, but, like hell, like hell, I am, Chris. <laughs> Chris is a Chris is in his sixties, and I'm. <laughs> but Harry and I share the same birthday. I was like, hey, that, that's that's amazing. So we're talking some more. Well, okay. Day yeah, to listen. You. Happy birthday. There's a problem to though. It, it, happy. It's birthday. February 10th. We're, we're not even within birthday. six months of our birthday. Hey, but we. You say birthday, and I'm excited, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's you're a big birthday guy. You're a big birthday no, I, guy. No, 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 no. I'm not. Really? Because me, me and my wife share the same birthday as well, September 16th. So I always make it about wow. her. So I, I haven't been big on birthdays in a long time, buddy. See, to me, a birthday is. I don't want to sound like a grouch, but it's just so overrated. Like the people who this is my birthday week, this is my birthday month. Oh my they god! Need grow, shut they up. need to grow. The, they need to grow the hell up. Uh, they do need to grow up. I mean, stop. They need to grow the just hell stop. Up. Congratulations on celebrating the anniversary of accomplishing something that only every other person ever has done. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a birthday is. So I hope you enjoy oh, that. But not only that, so Harry and I are talking, and he's like, well, you know, listen, I'm going to the Bahamas tomorrow. What? What? I'm going to the Bahamas tomorrow? <laughs> My wife and I just celebrated our 15th anniversary, and on Saturday we are taking a brief trip to the Bahamas. And I Crazy. said, where are you staying? And Harry said, blank. That's where we're staying. That's crazy. This is nuts. The Virgos are back together again in the Bahamas. <laughs> we're going to vacation together. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to sunbathe. Now, I don't know. You're going to leave your T-shirt on or you're going to take it? <laughs> oh, no. I got no shame in my game. That's my I don't boy. wear That's any swimming about, shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have a friend that he decides he wants to put the towel all the way up around his belly, underneath his uh, chest. I'm like, bro, it's okay. Like, be confident in who you are. Like, it's it's okay. Hey, listen, I got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. That's the way I look at it. It's my vacation. I'm going to enjoy it. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.